You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I'm sober now, but my friends who still use act really weird towards me. What do I do? Let's get into it. You issue degrees that get worse, get worse by degrees. So you steal from the poor as you please. Take the rights and the justice they need. You make unjust laws. And the widow you crush with your jaws. And the orphans you prosecute all. Robbing from those with nothing at all. the bridge loud my name is matt king and i'm joined by the founder of mission usa glenn fitzgerald let's do this also joined by the producer of the show the man who puts the music together jed brewer now presenting super rock oh oh antibiotic resistant strains of rock <laughs> i oh, yeah. don't think they're gonna let us use that as a catchphrase for the station but hey we can pitch it. We can also answer a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I'm sober now, but my friends who still use act really weird towards me. And what do I do about that? And, and it's a great question. And Glenn, in our day job, uh, we work with a lot of people who are in addiction recovery. Um, almost all the people we work with have some part of that in their background. And 
this is a thing that is surprisingly common, maybe, right? It really is. I mean, it's it's kind of sad to say it, but it, there is something really disorienting when we've worked really hard to achieve something, you know, especially something positive, and then we don't get the reaction that we're we expected. You know, if you lose a certain amount of weight, you, you kind of want people to notice and say, "Hey, that's cool. You lost a lot of weight." Uh, if people don't say anything, you start to wonder. Is there something wrong with my scale? Is there? Is this outfit fitting me funny? You start questioning everything else, but it is worth considering that maybe your friends, and I, I might be including the overweight ones like me, might be jealous of that, that uh, success that you've had, and that might be part of what you're looking at. I think it's a really important place to start. But, Jed, I think we can often, especially if we've been through something where we've probably been some pretty low points like addiction the idea that someone could be jealous of us is just a very odd thought right what well, really is i mean if you spend a lot of time feeling bad about yourself which uh tends to go along with addiction the idea that anyone would feel jealous of you or threatened by you uh, feels impossible you know i mean how would that yeah, I mean, if you, for example, if you've reached a point in your in your life where um, you you've lost a job because of things related to your addiction, it's going to tempt you to feel bad about yourself. You don't need to, but it's going to tempt you to feel bad about yourself. And it it would be easy to have the thought, how would anyone be jealous of me? But as Glenn points out, we're at a little bit of an impasse because. We only have so many options. You've clearly changed, so it's almost impossible that people aren't noticing that. So option one is they just don't care. Um, Option two is you're not as sober as you think you are, but there's not not really such a thing as that. Um, And option three is that they have some kind of weird feelings about this. Maybe they're threatened. Maybe they're they're jealous. You know, we're not inclined to think that way, but you know, by the process of elimination, that, that's kind of what's left. So the question that we need to look at is, what if they are? What if this is at the end of the day about jealousy? What does that mean, and what do we do about it? All great questions, and we will pick it up right there when we come back here on the Bridge Loud.
We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I'm reading the symptoms of Super Rock, and they apparently include sweating, insomnia, and something called headbanger neck. <laughs> oh, that gets chronic. We're also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts music together, Jed Brewer. I've had headbanger neck, man. That's nothing to play with. That stuff will mess you up. <laughs> Absolutely will. We're answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I'm sober now, but my friends who still use act really weird towards me. What do I do? And then in that last segment, we, we brought up the maybe foreign thought that your friends are jealous of you doing something positive in your life, in your life together. And I'd, I'd love for us to, to dig into that more. Cause I, I, I wonder if when we hear the idea of jealousy, we kind of think of, that person has a great car and I want that. It's very, very material. But this idea of you doing something to improve your life and other people just not being able to get on board with that. How does that work? Well, it, it is strange. I mean, in a way, I, I think I've experienced this and, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have experienced it. You just didn't know that's what you're experiencing. But, you know, for me, I had done so much wrong stuff for so long. I didn't think it was even within the realm of possibility that you could be jealous of how good I was doing. Yeah. But suddenly I started doing good. And here's the thing. I started noticing the people in my life that I knew had an insecurity streak in them started acting really funny. Uh, and it just really came down to they didn't want to see me succeed in life. They the, Maybe there's a little less attention for them. Maybe it just makes them feel worse because they're having struggles in the same areas. But they weren't able to really uh, uh, celebrate my success with me. That's yeah, a really great point. And, Jed, to this idea of jealousy, as, as Glenn is pointing out, um, it may, it's going to manifest in some odd ways. Uh, you're not really going to have someone come up to you and say, I have struggles and you're succeeding and that make, makes me feel bad, so boo. Yeah. So we may have to, have to learn to read this a little bit more. And what does that process look like? Well, just like you're saying, no one is going to admit to you, I'm not happy for you and I hope you fail. I mean, the, no one's going to say that to you. So what you're left with is people not really being willing to tell you the truth. Um, they, the truth is that they're not happy for you. Some of them are, but not all of them. And, and that's why you're getting the strange behavior that you're, that you're seeing. You know, I mean, like Glenn is saying, when people have, when they look at their own lives and they're not happy and they're not satisfied and they feel like, I wish I was doing better than what I'm doing. When they see someone they know who is actually taking steps and doing better, there might be some part of them in there that wants to be happy for you, but a lot of them isn't. Um, that's not right and it's not cool, but I think that we can certainly understand that. You know, it's 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 a confusing experience, but I think we can we can track the logic. But the question that we need to ask is: Is that all there is? Is everyone like that? Is everyone on this? You know, I can't really be happy for you thing, or are there other people? And if so, how do we find those people? That is an excellent, excellent question, and we will pick it up right there when we come back on The Bridge Loud.
Loud. We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. So I looked up the symptoms of headbanger neck, and they include muscle tension and something called brain sloshing. (laughs) (laughs) We really shouldn't have let Glenn know about the the website RockMD because he's sunk a lot of hours into it. Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. The only cure is a constant drip of Mountain Dew. Lord. That's what Jed prescribes for everything. And that's why, weirdly enough, he is the official medical consultant of the Mountain Dew Corporation. <laughs> Here answering a question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I'm sober now, but my friends who still use act really weird towards me. What do I do? And Glenn, we close out that last segment with looking at the idea of, of people being jealous of you and not happy for your success and wanting to find a new group of people and a new place where maybe that wouldn't be the case where would be a place to start looking for that well i there, it is a rare thing to find that and it is worth looking i think uh, uh certainly if you're dealing with anything in the realm of addiction or a life controlling behavior uh, finding a 12-step group that'd be appropriate for you is a great place to start i certainly hope that you can find a church that would do that um ultimately i think it's about looking and the people in your life who will be happy for you and celebrate your successes and those who aren't in a place where they can or will celebrate those successes with you rather than dividing people by, you know, who's cool, who's not cool or or who you think might judge you or, you know, if you do something wrong versus people who would scold you if you do something wrong, those kinds of things. Let's just look at who celebrates your successes and invest more time in those relationships. I think it's a really great point, and Jed, I love what Glenn brings up there because we're talking about your, your friends being jealous and not being able to be happy for you. It's, it's probably worth pointing out. In our experiences, it's very rare that someone looks at that and says, "I could be happy for them, but I choose not to because yeah. I like being a jerk." Yeah, he. I like that idea of someone who's in a place to accelerate your successes. And being around people in that place is going to change the place you're in as well, right? No, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. You know, uh, the old saying, hurting people hurt people. You know, your, your friends who are not able to be happy for you, they're not bad people. They're people who are going through a rough time, uh, and they, they come by it honestly. But here's the thing. They're not going to be able to give you the support that you need right now, and you deserve to be celebrated. You also need it. Um, there is so much strength to be had from being celebrated and from having your accomplishments recognized. So we want to go where that can happen. Uh, like Glenn is saying, 12-step recovery, celebrate recovery, uh, uh, really good stuff, a uh, good place to find that. Uh, a good church can be a good place to find that. If you're not sure where to find that, where you're at, send us an email, send us a note. We'd, we'd love to help because we also, long-term, we want to see you get encouraged. We also want you to become one of those people who encourages others. We want you to get to a place in your life where you can be that support and that celebrate and that encourager to other people. That is absolutely right. You can email us, thebridgeloud at gmail.com, and we will be back right here on The Bridge Loud.
Bridge Loud. Hey, this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We are back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Okay, I'm just going further down the rabbit hole here, but apparently brain sloshing can lead to sleevelessness and poor life choices. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that medical diagnosis. Also it's, not, it's not sleeplessness. It's sleevelessness. Oh, yeah. First one, then the other. Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. We are answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I'm sober now, but my friends who still use act really weird towards me. What do I do? And whether it's this situation, whether it's brain sloshing, whether it's chronic sleevelessness, we would always recommend that you use a course of the secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, as we mentioned, our, our day job is involves working with a lot of people who are at varying stages of addiction recovery. That could be years in. That could be this is their first week in a residential uh, program and everything in between. And what are the kind of things you tell them to help them stay encouraged when they're not getting that kind of encouragement from the people they thought they might? Well, it's, it's about recognizing that God sees what's going on and that he cares about what's going on and that he celebrates your victories. You know, I think we have a way of thinking, when we think of God, we just think guilt is what I'm supposed to be doing there. Uh, but that's not the case. It's a love-based relationship. Remember that when you, you know, if you run in the last, uh, the last Olympics and you win a medal and then you come in last place this olympics it's not like you have to give the medal back those (laughs) victories are still victories and they're still celebrated by god and we celebrate them with you uh that's absolutely right and to go back to a point that jed made in our last segment about the the power of being celebrated um you're not meant to do things all by yourself we we've known a lot of people who've done very well in addiction recovery uh, one of the things that runs across people who've had a hard time in that and that some people have had to let go of is this idea of I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lone wolf it through this and I'm going to not really change my people places and things but just just grit it out and that can work for a little while but we we haven't seen it work long term we haven't seen it build the kind of life that we want for you and we think God wants for you which is to be connected to be able to to help other people out who've been where you are like like Jed was talking about earlier, to have that that foundation, that community, that support, that is something that is very, very important to continue to do a hard thing, which addiction recovery is. And it just makes for a better life, no matter what your circumstance is. We want that for you. We think we know that God wants that for you. And we want you to put the effort into finding that out and help you along the way. We'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of The Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.